Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Hello, friends. Jack, Flight School O'Brien here. Uh, also known as Jack, still can touch Ned if I get a running start and haven't eaten heavy breakfast. O'Brien, uh, both nicknames that I go by. Inviting you to check out Miles and Jack got mad boosties for a weekly basketball conversation with me and my co-host from the Daily Zeitgeist, Miles Gray. We are joined by comedians, writers, podcasters, and fellow NBA fans as we discuss the latest news and events from around the league. Check it out. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Southport Sportsbook, Matt Humans, JVT, my guys in the desert. Hour number two, Derek Stevens, Mike Palm on deck, and Jimmy Vaccaro warming up. Uh, Jimmy's got news of uh, some big bets rolling in here tonight on the Cowboys-Buccaneers game to kick off the NFL season. JVT, let's talk baseball here in the first few minutes. The Yankees have dropped five in a row. They're two and nine in their last 11. Would you bet on the Yankees to make or miss the playoffs? The prop right now at DraftKings to make the playoffs, minus 280 to miss, plus 220. And the Yankees got to stop this losing streak. And tonight to the mound, uh, they send... Nestor Cortez mm. to try to stop the five-game losing streak. <clears throat> Garrett Cole couldn't stop it, and uh, now it's up to Nestor Cortez. Yeah, if you're telling so, when it comes to the playoffs, first off, you're telling me with that price, like 73, 74 percent, that they're going to make it into the postseason. Uh, I'll pass on that. I think that's a little too high, right? Given the fact that yes, they're in the wild card, but they're only one and a half game up in the wild card over the Toronto Blue Jays, who they're on the precipice of being uh, destroyed by, right. right, in this series. So you have that. Uh, you have a bullpen that has been really shaky. We talked about it yesterday. You give up two insurance runs to the Toronto Blue Jays. If your team's trying to get back in it, you can't be giving up runs late to the Toronto Blue Jays, and they did just that. Yeah. So, like, all of those things put together with this Yankee squad, the Garrett Cole injury on top of that, yes, there's positive news from mm-hmm. it, but regardless, you're telling me you're going to lay 280. You're telling me there's a 74% chance they're making into the postseason in tepid ground? Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, I'm not laying 280. Uh, just the Yankees team is hard to figure. Won 13 games in a row. The offense looked unstoppable. 
now all of a sudden you, you have a scoring drought and uh, the Yankees uh, just tripping over themselves here, two and nine in their last eleven games, in danger of uh, not making the playoffs. And you have to wonder if if this team, uh, I, I think, uh, slips up in September and doesn't make the postseason, is that going to cost Aaron Boone? Uh, the manager, his job. Is Brian Cashman, the GM, going to be in trouble? Because the Yankees made some bold moves at the trade deadline, and it looked like it was going to pay off. And now all of a sudden, all that's in jeopardy. Yeah, I wonder if, like, but do you, do you somehow make the argument, the reason why you had to make bold de- moves at the trade deadline to get left-handed hitting is because you built it in a very flawed way in which you had no left-handed hitting, right? Sure. One I'm, of your big I'm, acquisitions in the offseason was Rugnit, or excuse me, early in the season was Rugnit or Door because you needed a left-handed stick mm-hmm. somewhere in that lineup. Well, but. Yeah, I'm totally on board yeah. with what you're saying there. Uh, Cashman was trying to fix his own mistakes. Right, yeah. yeah. So, But I think ultimately Boone has made some shaky decisions. We've yes. talked about, for some reason, going back to Andrew Heaney in bullpen, you know, out of the bullpen a couple of times. Last time it was fine, but the first two outings were not very good. Yeah. Right, Getting rocked by the Angels, getting rocked in that game against the Baltimore Orioles. So I think there's fingers to point almost everywhere. And I think it should also be fair, there's fingers to point at this lineup, right? Like the, a league leading, you know, hitting into double plays, right? That's the New York Yankees. We talk about struggles runners in scoring position, how bad this bullpen has been. Sometimes they're not put in the best situations, but sometimes those arms just aren't performing up to task. So. You know, two guys who were picked up at the trade deadline who have not panned out. You talked about one, Andrew Heaney. Yep. Uh, the other, Joey Gallo has, hasn't played. He's, he's been disappointing to me. Tonight, the Yankees minus 115. That's Jose Barrios going for the Blue Jays. Yeah, I feel, look, if we've talked to, when you look at this from the standpoint of like prices, right? Luis Gill and you're taking on Jose Barrios, the, the market has steadily gotten a little bit cheaper on the New York Yankees, right? If we look at just the overall, and yes, the pitchers have a lot to do with it, but if you look at the vibe of where the Yankees have been overall, you know, this is now floating around that pick range where it could potentially be. Uh, I think that if you're going to go in on New York, it would be a cheap in price like this. You think they could have some success against Barrios as well, but I just think overall, like, I just have to see it. And again, that bullpen. Do you trust the bullpen to kind of contain this thing as you move forward late into the innings, and we just haven't seen it from them. All right, the Dodgers have dropped two in a row, and Tony Gonsolin was a minus-150 favorite here at the South Point this morning. Cardinals two. Dodgers won, so you had an underdog cash early this morning. Yep, and the St. Louis Cardinals slowly ticking away, right? Two games back of that second wild card now. Mm-hmm. Getting a big win for the Dodgers, who are never, excuse me, against the Dodgers, who find themselves two and a half games back of San Francisco. But this is what makes these wild cards so fascinating. Every single one of these games carries so much weight with a lot of these, and the St. Louis Cardinals now find themselves oh, in contention for the second wild card. And the teams in front of them, by the way, don't instill a lot of confidence, right? We're talking about the San Diego right. Padres, we're talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Like, they haven't really been consistent. So we could look up and find ourselves looking at the St. Louis Cardinals after all of this in control of that second wild card when the dust settles. Friday night, the Padres open a series in L.A. against the Dodgers. Yep. Uh, It's kind of the last stand for the Padres. If you don't do something here, uh, well, I I shouldn't say that because they can still sneak into the wild card because nobody else in the National League is really making headway in terms of uh, um, securing that, that second wild card spot either. But the Padres... Uh, need to play well against the Dodgers this weekend in L.A. We'll talk with uh, Derek Stevens, Mike Palm from Circa next. Big news 
VSIN is now available 24 7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24 7 on Fubo TV Sling and Xfinity X1. Visit vsin.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to vsin. All right, let's go down to the Circa Sportsbook. Derek Stevens and Mike Palm. And I was down there last night. I stopped by to see Tim Murray and James Salinas at the uh, Mega Bar. And JVT, look what I picked up down there at the the gift shop at Circa. The chart that Derek Stevens has designed for those who are in the uh, Circa Survivor Pool in 2021. Uh, Do we have Derek and Mike live from Circa? Let's go to them right now. Derek Stevens, uh, how do you feel about the uh, Circa Millions and Circa Survivor Contest as we creep toward the deadlines here on Saturday? Well, I feel about $9.95 better after you bought that thing, so I appreciate that, Manny. <laughs> hey, I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to pitch in and uh, help you cover that overlay in the, uh, the Survivor Contest. Yeah, I bought a Red Bull yeah, in the gift shop the other day, so count that one, too. <laughs> yeah, we're in trouble. Like like uh, like you said last week, like we've been talking about the whole, the whole uh, last month or so, the millions is pacing pretty well. So, uh, yeah, you're showing 3,444. Uh, entries uh, that was as of yesterday. So we're up currently we're at 3565 right now, and then on the um, on the uh, survivor we're uh, currently at 3316. So we're making up a little bit of ground. But uh, uh, like we said last week, uh, millions is going to hit, um, and I'm excited about the millions going over because uh, every dollar. Uh, goes back into the quarterly payouts. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's going to add for a little more juice and a little more excitement in the quarters. So that's great. And then uh, as far as the Circus Survivor goes, you know, um, Mike and I were in, just in a meeting with about 40 of our people, and uh, Mike uh, ponied up the thought, like, hey, uh, how are we going to market this, guys? We, we, we're going to get hammered here. How are you going to market the overlay? And we're trying to come up with the right, uh, the right terminology. I think we're going to go with uh, – uh, circus Survivor, uh, um, Circus Gift to the Betters, or something like that. Is that right? We're, we're not gonna we're not gonna hit it. It doesn't look like unless uh, unless we got half a MIT showing up here in the next uh, forty eight hours. Yeah, I was down there to put a couple entries in the Millions contest last night. Mike Palm, you look very serious over there. What's on your mind? Well, it's it's sad. I mean, the be the bewitching hours upon us here. We're less than forty eight hours and. We're 2,700 entries short in the survivors. So, it, you know, <laughs> affects the morale here. Derek's going to have to go around. He's got, you know, 250,000 in most banks in southern Nevada and collect this money and throw it, in, throw it into the prize pool on Saturday afternoon, pony up and get everything square. So it's good for the guys. I mean, we're, it's not over yet. I, I don't want to say that. Let's, But uh, we'll see. I mean, we did 660 total yesterday, 420 in survivor. We've done 280 so far today, and they're lined up at the windows right yeah. now. I mean, there's still a mm-hmm. shot. There's still a shot, you know, that uh, I'm, I'm hoping we can get close to 5,000 in survival. I don't know if we can get there, get over 4,500, maybe only a million and a half short, but we'll see what happens. Mike, that's what I was thinking, too. I think it's going to get somewhere over 4,750, might push 5,000, which uh, would be okay, I think, at this point. Uh, if you think about reasons why this is going to fall short, Mike Palm, what, what, what would you come up with? What do you think the primary – uh, reasons were that you don't hit the uh, six million. Well, uh, 
unrealistic expectations, I think, has to lead it off. <laughs> they're, they're I mean, he said a bad number here, right? I mean, what, where are we going to go next year? Are we going to try again? To get, are we going to go full Aaliyah mode? We'll dust ourselves off and try again and I put the $6 million guarantee back on? I mean, may, maybe. Also, we, didn't get, we weren't able to get the commercial out and market it the way we thought we were going to. We didn't. Uh, well, there were some issues getting it on TV and things like that. And, and at the end of the day, you're always pushing the envelope. You're, you're willing to try new things, and you're willing to be unsuccessful at it. And that's what's made you successful at what you've done, though. Whoever thought you'd sell $10 million worth of slushies at a bar outside on Fremont Street? Nobody. They would have said you're crazy. And they said you're crazy. You could never guarantee $3 million and you did it. And this year you said six, and maybe a bit off a little more than you could chew. But that's okay, Maddie. It's okay if we don't uh -huh. get there. We'll be all right. And, uh, and the betters are going to have a great experience with it, and we'll get better. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Probably the thing, Matt, I, I probably misjudged the most was uh, um, I didn't think enough about the Jackson Millini game last year that knocked uh, knocked people out early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard a lot about, oh, I'm in, I got one survivor, I got two. But that's what I'm hearing from people on week eight, week 10, week 12. And I probably misjudged the number of people that got knocked out early in that Jacksonville Indy game because, you know, survivor, it's, there's some similarities to, um, to, to a roller coaster ride, you know, like the first 30 seconds, it's not that much fun. You're just kind of going up, kind of like the first few weeks, it's not that much fun. But then once you get over the top, you know, the rest of the ride, you're going to get the uh, ride of a lifetime here with, with Survivor. And I think I misjudged the number of people that may have uh, had an experience where they got knocked out in week one, week two, and threw the towel and saying, hey, this isn't for me. I want the, I want the, I want the year long. So I would say that's probably where I blew it the most, as well as putting it at $6 million. I also think, Derek, if you wouldn't have thrown in this Christmas nonsense again with the second three-game week, <laughs> that you would have had a better shot. God, a guy from Notre Dame, and you just can't get over this Christmas thing. It's unbelievable. It's a factor. It's I, a factor. Is it too difficult? There's a lot of people that it's, it's becomes too much of a chance and not much skill when you do these three-game weeks. Oh, you got to hold, just hold back the Cardinals. You're going to be good on Christmas. Yeah, that, that's the safe choice. Hold back the, hold Cardinals. Back the Cardinals. Yeah, against the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Palm calls it Christmas nonsense. I like the uh, analogy, Derek, of the roller coaster. And uh, by the way, JVT, Brent Musburger, one of the guys who got knocked out in the Colts-Jaguars yeah. in week one, and he said he's not back in the Survivor this year because of the, the sour taste in his mouth of getting knocked out in the first week well, last year. And I'm curious, speaking along those lines, guys, are you? I would assume we're rooting for the Cowboys to pull off what seems to be the upset of the century because then I would think it would intrigue a lot more people if Tampa Bay loses, knocks out some people and want to get in these last 48 hours, no? Well, I think that this is the key here. I think this is a seven-figure decision for us. First of all, everybody's going to have Tampa in every teaser and every money line parlay, right? Yep. So from that side of it. But I think there's a lot of people who are going to employ the strategy that are in town right now. They're going to take Tampa either on all or a portion of their survivor entries tonight, knowing that if they lose, they can buy in again before Saturday at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I went on Follow the Money a couple weeks ago, uh, I actually brought that up. It's a, it's kind of a new theory going into this year's Survivor, and I call it the uh, Tampa Tampa Triple because <laughs> I think there's a lot of people buying in three, and um, if the Cowboys pull the upset, they uh, they have the ability to buy in another three more uh, later tonight or tomorrow. So I think that's something that plays into it. So. Yeah, it probably gives us another little bit of a sweat on this deal. Hey, for those who want to know, uh, once again, what are the sign-up deadlines on it's Saturday, right, for the Millions and the Survivor Contest? Yeah, Saturday, uh, 2 p.m. is when the system shuts down. So we expect that 
where uh, what, what's going to happen on Saturday? Obviously, a full game of college football games going on, full slate of college football games. Lines are going to be long, and you have to be able to get in and get your plays in, um, you know, early enough. So I've kind of told a lot of my buddies that are coming out here, different customers, I said, you know, you better plan on being here by, before 8 a.m. on Saturday to, to think you're going to have a shot. Most of the proxies are uh, starting to fill up. I, I don't think there's – I really don't think there's any appointments left on Saturday because the proxies are busy putting picks in they've, as well. They've got more mm-hmm. customers than ever before, yeah. and they've got to get all the picks in by 3 p.m. for yeah. both Survivor and the Millions. That's why we're, we're staying up late tonight. We're, uh, we're doing our uh, – that we're doing our telethon, you know, all, all night tonight, all night tomorrow night, and uh, we're, we're recommending people come in, uh, you know, a little bit in the off hours. We're open 24 hours to get to uh, to be able to come in and sign up, and I, I think that's going to kind of be the best bet. After 8 a.m. Uh, Saturday morning, you know, all bets are off. I, you know, I don't know how long the lines are, or, or if you need a proxy, whether or not you're going to be able to get one at that point. I stopped in last night after midnight to pick up this chart, and you can pick this up at the gift shop. Actually, it's a, a, a great idea from Derek Stevens, the 2021 NFL schedule. JVT, if you're in the Survivor, who do you use this week? I would probably use, I mean, uh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> no, uh, I think I, if we're looking at the teams that would likely win and what I would feel most comfortable with, I would probably go with um, – Either San Francisco, I think San Francisco would probably be my first bullet. You're going to play the road favorite. Mm. Mike Palm, how, which which direction would you go in week one? Uh, I would take the Rams. Yeah, the Rams would be my play as well. That's what I was looking at for Survivor in week one. Derek, uh, what's on your mind with the uh, the NFL and this uh, TV deal and the expansion? I know you're fired up about uh, what's going to happen with uh, the NFL and viewing in the airports. Yeah, I, I also want to go on record. You know, we're doing this little thing on the nightcap where we're where we're making our theoretical selections, and I'm putting all six on the Rams. Uh, we're all we're all taking six. So, you know, big balls and Banksy and uh, Tim and uh, real Sean King. Um, so I'm going all six on the Rams. There's some discussion I was okay. thinking about Tampa, but I just can't do it. So I'm using this for my uh, my official record. I'm doing all six on Rams. Yeah, the uh, the deal with Reach TV. I think it's a great thing. I'm proud of this deal. We've got no skin in this game. Mike, you got to be real proud of it. Uh, Paul Howard has to be proud of this because, you know, we've always talked about around America, there's this travesty, travesty of lack of content. And Reach TV, for those who don't know, that is the company that has these TV contracts in all the major airports in the country. And just earlier today, Reach TV signed a deal with the NFL and we'll be able to show Thursday night football, Sunday afternoon, early game, late game football, the night game, and Monday night football in 85 airports throughout America. These are those big, huge TVs you'd see at these airports all over that were usually playing some rerun or some news channel, but they, they signed the deal with the NFL, multi-year deal. So if you happen to be traveling on, on a Sunday or Monday, and I've been stuck in airports from time to time when this happens and it drives me crazy, They've got a good deal. So Reach TV, congratulations to you, and good for America. They get all the games at the airports now? Yeah, they cut the deal for everything. That's incredible. The, the person, the cashier at Chili's at, the, at Hartsfield in Atlanta is going to have to learn which games to put on. Yeah, they don't have to. No, this is, in the, this is the concourses, the whole thing. This is good for America. Wow. Yeah. Good for America, Derek Stevens says. All right, Mike Palm, how about Joe Biden? And uh, do you want to address Joe Biden's policy? Well, that's, that's interesting is how this is, this is going to evolve with the companies of more than 100 employees. 
either going to have to test every week and have a negative test or get vaccinated and how they adjust and the onus will be on the uh, the onus will be on the employees uh, to go out and purchase uh, purchase these tests and, and prove that they don't have it. Interesting with the sports teams and how it's going to affect them if it's going to compel uh, compel some of these teams to get vaccinated. Some of these players that haven't yet already. Yeah, I mean, I think I think some of the the professional sports teams have already taken things to a level that most of us don't don't have to deal with in 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 our regular lives. But uh, but now to have it, have this um, you know as a mandate or or you have to get tested uh, every week. Like that, I think from a player perspective, it may not have that much of an impact. There's two. There's two organizations that I understand that are fully vaccinated, right? Atlanta and Tampa Bay. That this maybe gives them a little. Uh, they don't have to deal with this at this point right now. They've already covered their bases. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Hey, uh, Mike Palm. We've had some negative news with the Ravens today too. It looks like running back mm. Gus Edwards blew out his ACL. Also, uh, the Ravens have had some uh, injury problems to deal with here in the past week. How do you think that? Might impact the Monday night game, Ravens at Raiders. I don't. I don't like it. In fact, I, you know, I like it from the impact that I already bet this game under fifty. I like this total under anyhow. I think you know, you're going to get a team that's going to be focused on running the ball. But <laughs> what's left of that backfield now, with the two key cogs out of it, and maybe Lamar has to throw the ball around a, a little bit more. Um, but I think it makes the Raiders live. This number, maybe this number gets down to three now. Uh, with this injury injury update, but it should be a, just a terrific atmosphere uh, at Allegiant on Monday night, and you know we expect a ton of Baltimore fans in town as well. We opened up the lid store today here on the second level. A lot of Baltimore gear in there for their fans that are that are coming in. So terrific atmosphere, but the Raiders got to have a, a, a puncher's chance here on Monday night. I mean, think about this. The number one trending uh, name was Gus Edwards today. The number two, Tyson Williams. I mean, for uh, for uh, those those of you that have uh, first-come, first-served waivers, Tyson Williams is the hottest uh, hottest ticket out there in a while. But, boy, oh, boy, the Ravens, you got to really feel for this team. I mean, to lose Dobbins and now now Edwards. And, then I mean, you, you got three, three starters out for the season. Uh, I know everybody uh, is enamored with uh, Harbaugh's winning preseason record and whatnot, but obviously that's going to create for a lot of discussion going forward whether that makes sense. It also creates a lot of discussion. Does it really make sense to have three three preseason, preseason NFL games? Well, how soon will we have two in 18 games? I think that's within yeah. five years. Uh, that's going to be one in 18. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be right around the corner. Uh, Derek Stevens, I want to wrap it up with this. How was your trip to San Diego, man? And we got the photos from Twitter of you and one of the best broadcast teams in baseball, Mark Mudcat Grant and Don Orsillo. Uh, how was your experience down there with the uh, Padres last week? Well, I'll tell you, the uh, those guys rolled out the red carpet. I wasn't quite sure what I was getting into over there. But, uh, but yeah, Orsillo and uh, Mudcat Grant were terrific. I didn't know Mudcat's here every other week, actually. He's got family here. Um, but, uh, but great uh, – Great, great uh, uh, announcing crew, and then that whole rest of the crew and some of the players we got to hang out with uh, is pretty special. I'm glad we did the Padres deal. Uh, we couldn't have worked out a better deal, frankly, with the, with the team. They were uh, they were very friendly, and uh, I look forward to bringing them all back here to Stadium Swim sometime in November. Mike Palm, Padres make the playoffs. They start a series in L.A. against the Dodgers tomorrow night. 
I'd like to see him get in, and then what, what a heck of a wild card, yeah. card game it might be. How about Snell and Scherzer in a wild card game in the National League? <laughs> Snell all of a sudden Both of them pretty plus. much unhittable right now. Yeah. yeah. Blake Snell's look great. All right. Derek, good luck this weekend with the contest. I'm with you guys. I'd play the Rams and the Survivor as well. Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, Circus Sportsbook downtown. Appreciate the time, guys, as always. Thank you, fellas. Thank you. All right, quick break here on My Guys in the Desert, VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. We're going to come back with college football best bets. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They fight, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, gonna, not the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? The whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zikazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things. A new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, 
how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Welcome back to the South Point. Download the free Odds Trader app at uh, oddstrader.com app to compare betting odds from a licensed sportsbook. Access injury reports, in game action, and much more. Go to oddstrader.com. Again, that's the free oddstrader.com app and uh, oddstrader.com. JVT, let's get to college football best bets. Now, what's interesting about the college football schedule is. Some weeks I look at it on Sunday night. I'm not crazy about the games, but as the week goes on, I really warm up and find more opportunities, find more spots on the card. This week that really hasn't happened for me. I, uh, I circled about, I think, eight or nine games on Sunday night. I'm down to like five or six games. I've, I've bet four. Uh, actually, I've bet three, three games so far. I've only made three college football bets. It's way under the, um, the usual number for me. I ended up playing about 15 games last week, mm-hmm. 15 and right now I've got three. I'm sure I'll end up playing uh, three or four more. But I have not bet this Oregon game yet. It is uh, one of my one of my plays on this graphic because, as I've said all week, I want to I want to wait to see if Kayvon Thibodeau is going to play for the Ducks and get some more information because he is really important to the Ducks defense in this game against Ohio State. But right now my play would be Oregon plus 14 against Ohio State. Have you heard anything more about Thibodeau's status? No, nothing at all when it comes to Timon Thibodeau. Just the same thing day to day. Uh, we'll see what happens as it moves forward. It's funny, too, because they seemed relatively positive at the beginning of right. the week, uh, but it's become pretty quiet as it moves forward. So as of 24 hours ago, the most recent report out of Oregon day to day remains day to day. I'm so. probably, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm still going to end up on Oregon at plus 14 and a half or 15, uh, but I'd sure like it yep. a lot better if Kayvon Thibodeau's on the field for the Oregon Ducks defense. I did bet Arizona at a pick'em over San Diego State. I don't like the fact that Arizona's moved to the favorite in this game because it was initially plus one when I looked at it. Looks like you're going to get the line value, though. It closes two, right. two and a half. Uh, you and I both played Arkansas plus yep. seven over Texas. I think uh, the Longhorns going to be one of the uh, public betting favorites this week that's a little bit overvalued. And I, I, there's a lot I like about this Arkansas uh, team, by the way. They're going to be able to run the ball on the Longhorns. And if you look at last year, I know Felipe Franks was the quarterback, uh, for the Razorbacks. But in Sam Pittman's first year, Arkansas beat Mississippi, Mississippi State, played Auburn, LSU, and uh, I was trying to think one other team, Texas A&M, down mm-hmm. to the wire in SEC play. Uh, I think getting seven here with Arkansas is a, a pretty good spot for a home dog. And I'm also betting on a high-scoring game in Tempe on Saturday night. I played UNLV Arizona State over 53-and-a-half. That's the one total I, I do like a lot this week. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think UNLV, what they showed offensively, uh, is uh, it's they're going to be really good. They're going to be much more like that second-half, fourth-quarter mm-hmm. team uh, that they were. But, I, yeah, I'll echo everything. So far, the only thing for me is Arkansas plus seven over Texas. Uh, I, th- I think I'm going to end up on Vandy catching the full touchdown against Colorado State 
one of those I have circled, but feel relatively confident I'm going to be able to get that seven. So maybe push my luck, see if seven and a half might pop up there. Uh, but Arkansas plus seven is the official play. And just to kind of add on to what you're talking about here, this is an Arkansas offensive line that returns five guys. Mm-hmm. That last week against Rice, I think a lot of people will think, well, they were down in half against Rice. Sure, but they blew them out 31 to seven in the second half. They ran for 245 yards on 44 attempts and four rushing touchdowns uh, last week against Rice. This is a good front for Arkansas that I think is going to be able to keep them within this number. And and it's funny we talk about this, right? So you had Week One humans. The the mark you lick the finger, you tested the win. It was to watch out for Louisiana against Texas. Watch <laughs> exactly, out for Louisiana yeah. against Texas. And then Texas pulls it off with relative ease. Mm-hmm. And now you come back around this time, and it's just from one all the way up to seven. Like that's a really big swing. That's a great point. That's that's kind of what I'm betting against is the overreaction because going into last week's game, it was. Longhorn's going to be on upset alert. This Louisiana team with 20 starters back and veteran quarterback can pull off the upset in Austin. Texas wins by 20. Now all of a sudden the betters love Texas and want to lay it on the road against an Arkansas team that is going to be able to run the ball in this matchup. Sam Pittman's an old offensive line coach, and uh, I think he's building this offense uh, the right way. So we're both on Arkansas plus seven. You're not afraid to play that ugly game of the week, Vanderbilt at I'm, Colorado State. I'm just so down on Adazio and that Colorado State program. <laughs> I, I just I don't really think very highly of them. And I just when you look at the lack of explosiveness with this offense, it, you know certainly they deserve to be favored. I think one one and a half was probably the right way to go where that market opened up, maybe a little bit higher than that. Right. But now that you're all the way up to seven, it's just too, gone too far in the other direction. It's it's an anemic offense and a poor defense, and I just think that's a lot to ask of this team to lay seven. I believe that game is. The primetime game on ABC Saturday night, right? Vandy at Colorado State. How could it not be? Kirk Herb Street. You don't like watching train wrecks? ESPN game day <laughs> in Fort Collins. You, the atmosphere would be off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give big Randy McKay credit. He joined us in the first hour last week. He said South Dakota State is going to beat Colorado State. Huh? And that happened last week. Uh, the Jackrabbits were dogs and they beat Colorado State 42 to 23. All right, quick break. Uh, We come back. Jimmy Vaccaro is going to join us in studio, and uh, he's got a report of a big bet on tonight's Cowboys-Bucks game. season kicks off today and there's still plenty of time to make money uh, this season. DeVisan NFL betting guide 1999 available now. Profiles of every team with advanced stats, power ratings, best bets on season win totals and more. Sign up for VSIN all access. Get everything we offer for the entire season. Sign up now, vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, Jimmy Vaccaro, 41 years as a Las Vegas bookmaker. Jonathan Von Tobel, candidate for VSIN, father of the year here That's in the right. studio. Goodness. I think it might be one of the few. There's not that many, is there? <laughs> what do you think, Jimmy? He's got kid number two on the way in December. Well, Dad's life is going to change each kid you have. Let me tell you about that. No, each. There's only the, this is the, this However, is the cutoff. Uh, you're, uh, you, <laughs> no, the when she's finished, she'll tell you. Oh, she told me. Oh, she did? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're done. Okay. You're looking good, pal. Thanks, man. Appreciate right. it. Everything is good. It's the coat. It's the coat? Yeah. 
All right, what about my coat? <laughs> you look good. You look Classic s- Jimmy V. White. Yeah, everything is good. Jimmy well, V., great you- to have you back from Pittsburgh. Yeah. I want to ask you quickly, what was it like on Michael Gaughan's private plane on the way back? You can't even describe it, how other people live. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of whatever. <laughs> we landed. First of all, I told them there's two airports in, in the Pittsburgh area. One is Pittsburgh International, which is huge. And then there's one, Lake Trobe, which is the home of Arnie Palmer. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a small airport, but they also have, like, the, the, the runway is big enough that the big planes can land there. So my two cousins took me there, dropped me off at the lobby. Uh, I was there for about two and a half hours because it rained that day, so they were a little bit late. So when the plane finally landed, this young lady came over, she said, they're sending a plane for one person? <laughs> I said, yeah. <laughs> Here's what she said. We've never had a plane this big land in Lake Trobe. <laughs> It's just incredible. It's like you walked into a house, like a living room. I mean, there was uh, uh, these chairs that swiveled and do this and do that. Then there was (laughs) couches and there's more chairs and Uh there was the TVs and everything else. And a big thing on the wall showed you exactly where you are at that particular moment flying. So, you know, and and Michael gone was jovial as ever. And Chris was with me, which was really, really made me feel good because I was with somebody. And uh, the food didn't come from McDonald's. (laughs) came from Michael's. Oh, How Michael's they caters that? to Michael Gaughan's Ca- private jet. Yeah, All they, right. they catered that. Uh, the, the, two, the two pilots were as nice. They knew with me and the flying or whatever. Private stewardess. And, uh, again, uh, I don't know even how to tell you. Like, it's not even like riding on a plane. It's like uh. when you're in a car. And just like everything is smooth. And, you know, be a little bumpy coming into Las Vegas. Here's the bump. That's it. Then you land, and everybody's happy. So you were cool the whole time. Were you looking out the window? Uh, no, this no. one was okay. I, I was more relaxed, relaxed, and relaxed. As Michael was talking about, uh, you know, from everything from way back when, uh, and then me and Chris were talking about, and David Ross, who's Michael's uh, financier to some degree, was there. So I was much more at, at ease. Uh, now, flying there was a little different because uh, I flew on commercial with my cousin Jimmy. And this, the only way I'm going to get back, I said, this is what I'm going to do. I got to have somebody with me mm. that I know. So my cousin came with me, and we get in the plane. He says, you want the window or you want the aisle seat? I said, I want the window. So my cousin, we sat down. I only said about 20 words from McCarran to Pittsburgh because <laughs> I was pressed my face against the window the entire time. And I knew my cousin was there. So that's the only freaking reason I made it to Pittsburgh because I was holding hands with my cousin <laughs> for, for 2,000 miles. I would have gone with you. I would have held your hand. Well, you, yeah, but you're busy with the kids. <laughs> Hey, football season's here. Yeah. This is what you live for as a, as a bookmaker. You and I were talking about this. The first four days of the NCAA tournament, March Madness is great, but football season is what makes the sports betting world go around. Yeah, for me, it's been that way for quite a while, and uh, I, I had no explanation except uh, I couldn't watch the NBA until the last two minutes of a game in the uh, playoffs. Uh, baseball, uh, like I said a million times, if the World Series was in my backyard, I'd be in the spa. I mean, who the hell would want to watch, you know, baseball? And now these kids get off the mound, get on the mound. This guy comes out, whatever. And uh, so, no, I don't, I'm not a baseball. Now, as a kid, listening to the games on the radio, driving around, finding a good place where you could pick up KMOX in St. Louis, stuff like that, mm-hmm. that was challenging and that was fine. Now, that's it. So, other than the football, and Michael's been so good good to me, it's been incredible, because uh, he kind of knows now, and he basically okayed it. I'll do the football here and up to the March Madness, and then go back to Trafford and go to Dom's Pizzeria every day. Dom's nice. Pizzeria, i got to get there someday. Michael Gaughan, South Point owner, who we're talking about. All right, so you tweeted today, update, 
All junk city to the favorite. Even Giselle has a teaser on the Buccaneers tonight. <laughs> it's, it's not, huh? That's exactly what it is. I mean, everything is teaser city. And and, uh, and so we know right away, like, if we get out to a good start, it's going to be if we, if we knock out the teasers in the first uh, in the first game of the year. But uh, it's going to be a tough road for the Cowboys. Make no mistake about that. And let's clear this thing up, too. Yeah, the game opened six and a half. Now it's nine, you know, whatever. Let's. Only a few people got the six and a half. The people who you would consider would truly understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys not running around said, "Hey, man, I laid sixty-six. You're lying. You know, you're lying. You didn't. You're laying nine and a half, probably instead of the six and a half." But. With that being said, it's all over every card that we utilize. It's all over every teaser bet that we have. But, you know, it's football season. You've got to win a couple of those games. Well, and at this point, too, right, public bettors are coming in. They're still teasing down nine. They're still putting oh, in 440 uh, on the money line parlays, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, again, 440 on a game that opened six and a half. If you go back 30 years and you told any supposedly smart guy, said, you know, you want to lay 440 on a game, 440, they were tough laying a dollar fifty-five until right. you are going nuts. Now right. minus 440. But that's the way of the world. That's the way of the sports industry. And kids out there, get used to it because things are going to get even crazier as we get closer to every state being involved in this. Just wait and see. Oh, you're right about that. And, by the way, you put up a photo of this ticket. You took this bet today at South Point Sportsbook on the Buccaneers at minus 3.5. That's an alternate point spread. Minus 3.5, minus 220. For 11000 right? Yeah, but you know what? Uh, surely I cannot tell. I never give anybody advice on who they like, what they're going to bet, and so forth. But the only thing with this ticket, uh, the guy laid uh, minus 3.5. I think if I'm going to do something like that, i got to pay a little bit more and go to minus 3. Uh, that's the only thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But then again, you know, if it's 27 nothing at halftime, it really doesn't matter. But, yes, these are the type of tickets, though, that used to be, you know, I'm going back 25 years, you might get one or two of those. They just pop up everywhere now. I mean, mm-hmm. those type. Of course, it's a different mentality. Also, people just saying all I have to do is win the game. Well, that, how much do you want? And I'll be here in three hours to cash in. How about college football? What's that action been like the last couple of weeks? Last week should have been January first, coming up here with what. Well, about five super, super games with super, super endings. And not to polish my shoes, whatever, but I've been saying for years, college football to me is 10 to 1 over the NFL in watching, being part of it, and somebody's waving at you. So I, I truly, truly enjoy college football. Some of those endings were just incredible. You can't, you can't script the Notre Dame game with the yeah. ending or whatever. You just can't do that stuff. No, that was a great game good. Sunday night. Yeah, it was. And we have Monday Night Football in Vegas coming up. Ravens at Raiders. Uh-huh. Down to three and a half with the Ravens. And see, it, I keep telling you about like, things are going to be massively different when every, every state gets involved because, yes, here we are. We're down to three and a half here because we know we're going to get all, you know, Raider money. And the other side, like the other side of the country, they might go to six and a half because they'll get nothing but Ravens. That's going to be the big difference. That's Jimmy Vaccaro back in a couple minutes. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, <laughs> Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. BetRivers has you covered for the NFL season, offering same-game parlays in all pro football matchups, bringing back the Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, BetRivers has a $1 million beat to spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at BetRivers. Download the app or go to BetRivers.com to bet. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. And you must be 21. Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Visit BetRivers.com. All right, we're talking about the uh, money line on tonight's game. Cowboys, Buccaneers. Bucks minus 440. Kenny White was our guest at the top of the show today, uh, John. And uh, what did Kenny have to say about <clears throat> NFL favorites 
in this price range. NFL 2020 season, there were 27 home teams that closed between 7.5 and 9.5, and like minus 7.5, minus 9.5. They won 22 of the 27. That would be 82%. That equates to minus 450 on the money line. True bookmakers line should be minus 500 plus 400. Team that won the game covered the spread 65% of the time. Wow. True bookmakers line, he's saying minus 500 on the bucks tonight. Yeah. Huh? So some value. Get in there. Minus 440. I lean under the total. I would, I'm probably going to bet this if I can grab an under 53 at some point before kickoff tonight. Uh, I played the Buccaneers on a teaser like everybody else in the world. I got Buccaneers minus one and a half and Rams minus one and a half on a teaser. That's how I played tonight's game. Uh, what, what's your projection for a score? I've got something like Buccaneers 31-17. Yeah, I think I'll go th- – how about I go 31-21. I'll make it a slightly more competitive. Ooh, that's going to be right on right the total. Right on the total. Going to be sweating that out. Uh, yeah, that's a good number. Uh, <laughs> but I'll say, I'll say this. I, like, I'm with you, and you know, you and I are feeling relatively good about this just because, you know, it always matters when you get in on this at 7.5, teasing that down to that 1.5. To me, and for most – for everybody, this should be – Unplayable at this point on a teaser, right? You're not getting through those two key mm-hmm. numbers. You got you always tr- you want to try to get through multiple key numbers when you're teasing things down like this or teasing the underdogs up. And this is not that case because now you're getting down to three and you're laying a key number on a teaser. And again, keep in mind on those teasers, you got at least include another team. So you're laying dollar twenty-five as high as a dollar forty in some spots, depending on where you shop for your teasers. It's just not worth it anymore. Well, hopefully, if you're playing teasers, you can lay a buck twenty or buck twenty-five and right. try to avoid that. Dollar forty price on the teasers, and again, they're, they're your best bets for Week One. You've got Patriots minus two and a half. I've also got that. Yep. Texans plus three. I'm on that as well. Washington plus one. Same play for me. And uh, you've got Buccaneers and Chiefs on your six point teaser. Yeah, I also uh, I also forgot to add that uh, because I made it on my way in. But uh, I am on the Raiders plus the four, and it was a side that I was already looking at. We had talked about at the mm-hmm. beginning of the week. I kind of expected it to hover around four and a half potentially on Monday. Come back and maybe even though five is kind of a dead number, I'll take a, a half point if I can get it. But ultimately, the injury situation for Baltimore looks like it's going to get to like three and a half potentially, maybe even three. Let's see what happens there. Uh, but I think ultimately the Raiders were kind of. Um, Looking like the right side anyway, and now uh, with these injuries, took four there. So I'd expect the market to get under that. We know the Ravens are without uh, J.K. Dobbins, the second year running back from Ohio State. But that more bad news today. You want to you want to deliver the bad news for uh, the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, I mean we can go with Gus Edwards, uh, their running back who was expected to carry the mantle for them since J.K. Dobbins went down, torn ACL, uh, as well as uh, Marcus Peters in the secondary. And uh, to make it even worse, it sounded like during practice it happened on consecutive plays. Uh, that's got to be a more that's got to be demoralizing to watch. Two of your teammates, two key teammates go down. And, you know, this is the danger, right? We we always speak about running backs not really being worth that much, but this is now a cluster injury situation. These are the top three running backs that are now done for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. So now you're thinking Le- Le'Veon Bell, who was just signed to their practice squad, at some point is going to play a massive role for this team because they just need him to. So there's a chance Le'Veon Bell is going to be activated for Monday night's game. Right. So, like, this is just a bad situation for the Baltimore Ravens, right? Cluster injuries are going to affect you. And I think. The one the the thing with Marcus Peters is the the Baltimore Ravens last year humans in the last couple of years under uh, under Wing Martindale they have been a blitz heavy team last year they led the league in blitz rate they mm-hmm. like the blitz a lot but it also depends on their back end coverage they get to the quarterback because they don't have any dominant pass rushers per se but because they send a lot of pressure and their coverage is so good they can get those sacks right. and now with one less solid cover corner out there that weakens your defensive scheme just a little bit mm-hmm. and that's not a good thing for them so it's not only a name it's a massive part of what they do defensively so it's that's a really damaging loss not only the cluster injury at running back but Peters is big you know I've said this uh, too 
the Raiders can uh, the Raiders can match scores with a high-powered offense. And if you yep. don't believe it, look back at last year's games against the Chiefs. Derek Carr in two games against the Chiefs passed for six touchdowns, and uh, the Raiders totaled 71 points in those games. They were basically a play away from sweeping the AFC champs. So the Raiders can get involved in a shootout if uh, if they have to with the Ravens. You know what? The South Point has dropped this number Monday night to three and a half, but a lot of places in Vegas still have four. Most right. places still have four. Uh, the Raiders a play for me as well this week, uh, one of my best bets. Now let's look at the contest numbers because I was kind of wavering on what I was going to use in my fourth and fifth picks this week in the contest. In one of the contests, JVT, I can no longer consider using the Patriots because yeah. the number is at three and a half. The Circa Million Contest where you play five NFL sides each week, $1,000 to enter. We talked about all the details with Derek Stevens and Mike Palm in this hour. Circa put up a three and a half on the Patriots this week. And I, I got to think a lot of people are going to play the Dolphins because of that number. Yep. And I, you know, I bet the Patriots minus two and a half. I'm not even going to lay the three with the Patriots in the Westgate Super Contest. Yeah, I, I, I'm still messing with the idea of potentially still using the Patriots at that minus three, but I'm with you. It definitely dents what I kind of wanted to do with it, mm-hmm. right? When you're sitting on that key number in game, we, you know, for the actual game line, you and I both have two and a half, but sitting back and looking at that for a contest perspective. But here's the thing for me, um, it opened the, the door opens because this is the cool thing about these contests is you, you can play stale lines and you can get different advantages. And so while you look at like a three and a half in that situation or a three in that Patriots Dolphins game, for me, the door opens on a game like Carolina and New York, uh-huh. right? I had kind of circled the Jets. They were on my long list. Wanted to see what the market did. Well, the market has moved toward the New York Jets, something I agree with. And while here for the Circa Million, they're sitting at three and a half for the Westgate Super Contest, you're getting five. And while five's not a massively important number, five is pretty good when the market closes three and a half, four. And so, right? And so, like that, so while the door might have closed a little bit here on New England for me, the door opened up on the Jets potentially adding it in on that play. So, or like we talked about too, in this contest here for the Circa Million, Raiders were sitting at four, they're four and a half in the Super Contest. Yeah, in the Super Contest, I'm definitely using the Raiders at plus four and a half. I've I've decided that. I shouldn't say I'm not going to use the Patriots minus three in the Super Contest because uh, when I put those plays in, I'm, I might end up using the Patriots it's hard to find as, five plays every right, week. as right. a fourth or fifth play this week. But I can tell you that I am going to use in the circuit contest. I'm definitely going to use the Texans plus three and a half. Yeah, and that's totally yeah. that's a, and that's a good number for you. That's one side that you're already on, willing to take three as it is, and then grab that too. And you know that's the cool the key differences. You know, it would be cool if if, if I was entered in both to play around with this to see how you do like you can right to alter your contest plays and, and how you would mess with it given key numbers and the situations. But those are the ones that really stick out to you, right? It's it's the fact that those differences in the Carolina Panthers-New York Jets game, uh, the hooks that are involved in those key numbers with the three and the three and a halfs and the Patriots and the Jags game. So uh, it's pretty fascinating to see what this is going to look like. And again, those Monday night games, the door's wide open for anything that could happen by the time we get to Monday. Yeah, Brent Musburger was on with us uh, Monday and he talked about he doesn't play the Thursday games mm-hmm. in the contest. I know a lot of people who feel that way and I rarely play the Thursday games and I'm, I'm not going to play tonight's game in the contest. Yeah. You're not either, right? No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm eliminated Thursday, especially in today's universe where you, it, you don't really want to make all your decisions for the Sunday games by Thursday night because you have to have all five plays in. If you're going to play tonight's game, you got to put all your plays in tonight. And especially when on Friday morning or on Friday evening, right, or you could wake up Friday and just be like, oh, by the way, uh, Derek Carr tested positive for COVID and he might be, he's probably not going to play or might not <laughs> be playing. Yeah, right? Let's hope too many situations like that don't pop up to see. Still a possibility, right? right? You can't. You, you could uh, tomorrow morning be watching NFL Network breaking news. So-and-so quarterback test positive for COVID. It's not going to play.
Yep. So, but there's, and I should, we should probably point. Out, it's not a massive difference, but like Bills and Patriot, Bills and Steelers too. Six and a half of the Super Contest sticks uh-huh. over at the uh, the Circus. Oh no, actually no, that's six and a half. Excuse me, I, I misread that. So that's both six and a half. So I'll, I'll take that back. Big mistake. All right. So what other games are on your radar? I'm going to play the Washington Football TV, e- even though both contests have Washington at minus one instead of plus one, mm-hmm. which is where I bet the game. I'm still going to use Washington minus one. Yeah. So I think it's it'd be Washington minus one because you, you don't mind that move from one to one is is not a big swing. So yeah, Steelers plus the six uh, six and a half still on my radar. The Jets plus that five. Um, the uh, Washington football team. Uh, the Colts, I have not eliminated from the thought process yet. And I've told you about how I feel about the Dol- or excuse me, the Seahawks secondary. And then, of course, you have the other games that we talked about. The Raiders catching points there in that situation. And um, Patriots, we'll see about laying the three. And not out quite yet on the Saints either. Against All right, let's talk guys. about that game next. That's where I was headed. Yep. So, Packers-Saints, instead of New Orleans, this game's in Jacksonville. We've seen the number uh, bounce pinball basically from three and a half Toggle. to four and a half. Right now, it's sitting at four. Uh, I've kind of gone back and forth on this game this week, and I hate to do that. Uh, but right now, as I sit here, I'm considering using the Saints plus four. And uh, early in the week, I didn't think that was going to be the case. But the more I look at this game, I think, uh, you know, when you, like you said, it's tough to whittle it down to five plays sometimes. Mm-hmm. I've actually got the Saints on my short list now, of, you know, like six, seven games I'm considering here. Are you, are you going to – Possibly put the Saints in your top five. Yeah, yeah, that's they're definitely uh, right on the cusp of potentially being used there for me. But other different scenarios. But I, I want to focus on one that I think is pretty important in a matchup like this. Green Bay a season ago and in the last few years, one of their biggest weaknesses has been that front seven against the run. Last year, 24th in adjusted line yards allowed per carry according to Football Outsiders. 24th in opponent or excuse me rate of their runs stuffed behind the line of scrimmage. Right, 25th in terms of second-level yards allowed per carry. Like, there's a lot when you look at this front seven for the Green Bay Packers, relatively weak against the run. Mm-hmm. We do, do we know if Zedarius uh, Smith is going to be able to be available, right, as a pass-rushing threat? This offensive line for the Saints, one of the better run-blocking units last year in the NFL, a top-two defense in terms of efficiency last year. You know, we, we focus so much on Jameis Winston and quarterback and offense, when in reality, there's a lot to like about this Saints team in both offensive and defensive lines, mm-hmm. which could control a game that is being played out in the heat and humidity out in Jacksonville. And so I, it's, I think there's a real scenario where this Saints team is going to be able to run the ball very effectively and can maintain like what they want in terms of a type of game here. Do the numbers. Those were the numbers. The nice job. Nice How's job, that for David? JBT? Thanks to uh, Kenny White, Randy McKay, Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and Jimmy Vaccaro on today's My Guys in the Desert show. Hey, we got the Football Friday show tomorrow. Can't wait. Scott Kellen's going to be in studio with us to break down uh, all the games on the NFL rotation. Aaron Renning will be with us as well. And that's it, Visa and the Esports Betting Network. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. 
CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.